This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Getting everything loaded in and ready to go because uh, we have to talk about the world. We have to talk about the country, uh, the fact that we are projecting weakness in every way, shape, and form. We never learned anything from history. At least uh, the Biden administration has not learned a damned thing from history. As far as broadcasting weakness, as far as uh, the fact that we are a very cruel world. It is a cruel world, folks. It is a very cruel world. What your mom and dad said to you, unless they were like total hippies. Uh, your mom and dad told you about being a cruel world uh, was absolutely true. And if you broadcast weakness and, and if you are an, an academic or if you are a, uh, an intellectual and you like to sit around and talk about things like, you know, communism really should be tried again because it was never done properly, uh, then you're going to find yourself at a serious beatdown by the rest of the world. Right now, in case you haven't noticed, the, uh, the wallet, your wallet is probably experiencing a major beatdown. The uh, headline of the day, the average price on uh, January the 6th, 2021, per gallon of gas. This is on, you know, 2021, January 6th, the, uh, when the insurrection uh, wasn't an insurrection. Even the FBI said it wasn't an insurrection, but there are still people in jail because of it, without a charge of insurrection. It was $2.25 on January the 6th. Now, that was the national average. Where I was, it was lower than that. It was like a buck eighty-seven. It was wonderful. But, you know, I live in the Midwest, and for some reason, well, if you look at uh, some of the statistics, like since it's uh, GOP-run states versus Democrat-run states, highest price for gas, nine out of ten of the most expensive states in the country are Democrat states. So California, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, Illinois. I lived in Illinois for a while. I like to call it Illinois. I mean hell on earth. I mean Illinois. Connecticut, uh, New York, Pennsylvania, and Nevada. Nevada. It's actually Nevada if you live in Nevada. Uh, by contrast, here are the lowest price gas states in the country. Missouri. Missouri's always uh, very low. I never understood it. It's always booze, cigarettes, and gas. Always the cheapest in Missouri. So if you like all three of those, might want to move to Missouri. It's a pretty good place for booze, cigarettes, and gas. Oklahoma, Arkansas, South Dakota, Iowa, which is my home state, Texas, Tejas, uh, Nebraska, North Dakota, and Wyoming. And by the way, in case you knew, um, South Dakota and North Dakota are sitting on billions of barrels of beautiful sweet crude. It's sweet crude. If you dip your finger in it, it's like Hershey syrup. So uh, <laughs> those states are uh, doing really well. And if you, if you live there, <clears throat> you know, your gas prices are going to be lower. But January 6, 2021, it was $225. And now it's over $4.10 a gallon. Now, to the people in uh, Washington, D.C., the Swamp Dwellers, or for Stephen Colbert, that doesn't mean D-word for Richard. It does not mean anything that you are paying twice as much for gas. And so they don't care. Uh, to me, it's a big deal. To most of the people I know, it is a really big deal. And for some people, it means uh, fill up the car with gas or buy groceries. Now it's worse. And I told you this. Nobody cares. If you think that screaming to high heaven to Washington, D.C., as far as Democrats are concerned, if you think they care, 
that gas prices are out of control, highest in our history, you would be wrong. Everything they say, everything they have said, points in a completely different direction. And if you voted for Joe Biden, I'm talking to the people who are living, not the thousands and thousands who voted even though they were dead, or infirmed in nursing homes, 91 nursing homes in uh, Wisconsin, uh, 95 to 100% voter participation. Okay, so I'm not talking to you folks. I'm talking about people who actually went out and voted for Joe Biden. Uh, You got nobody to blame but yourself. And honestly, uh, if I hear one thing from a Biden voter with regard to complaints about uh, gas prices, the conversation is going to be very short and ended very abruptly. And I can't guarantee what I will say would not be untoward. Let me just put it that way. Here's Joe Biden yesterday. And what did I tell you yesterday? What is everybody saying today? I said yesterday that this is an opportunity. Monday, I said this entire Russia-Ukraine thing is an opportunity for Democrats. It is the most marvelous opportunity handed to them right at the right time, right as the COVID terror is ending. We can move right into another crisis. And this time, oh, this time, we can finally get our new Green Deal, make it more palatable by getting people off of fossil fuel in a very forceful manner by making it so expensive that they can't afford to fill their cars. And, and, you know, you've got these elitists, these academics, these people who have lived cushy lives their entire lives, like Pete Boot Edge Edge and Kamala Harris, who, you know, says she's somehow uh, oppressed as a black person, even though she's an Indian person. She never talks about how she's the first Indian president, vice president in America because it doesn't, uh, it doesn't carry the same oomph as saying that I'm a black person in this country. Nothing against it. If you're black, you've been through a lot of stuff. Kamala Harris, not so much. But I told you, I told you they were just going to say, well, you know, now that we've, uh, you know, we're not importing uh, Russian oil anymore. Uh, if the gas goes up, it's uh, Vladimir Putin's fault. You know, it's, it's all Vladimir Putin's fault. So if it goes to $7 a gallon, Joe Biden is going to say something like this. The audio's a little rough here. I'll uh, translate if I have to. He's obviously standing outside of a private jet that burns lots and lots of fossil fuel because there are no planes that run on electric or solar power. Okay, she said, uh, what's going to happen to gas prices now? He goes, it's going to go up. What are you going to do about it? Here's what he says. Can't do much right now. Russia's responsible. Can't do much right now. Russia's responsible. What did I say yesterday? I said they're going to say... Russia's responsible. Right now, what you just witnessed, what you just witnessed there was the President of the United States saying, it's okay to have $7 gas. It's okay to have $8 gas. It's not my problem. I want it to be 7 or $8. Don't get me wrong. But Vladimir Putin has handed me this, and I am going to exploit it in whatever way, shape, or form possible. Here's the very cute uh, Jennifer Granholm, who has no experience in the energy industry. She is the energy secretary, and here she is saying the same thing. And $4.17 is the price for the average price for a gallon of gas, for regular gasoline in this country right now. How, How high do you expect it to go, and how long will that last? Yeah, it's uh, that's that's the question. We don't know. Of course, we don't know how long Putin is going to terrorize Ukraine. We do not know how long (laughs) Uh, Putin terrorizing Ukraine has nothing to do with drilling on 
our land and becoming energy independent again. I'm tired of this nonsense. Oh, yeah, there's 9,000 uh, permits out there. And so it's the American oil industry's problem for not uh, producing more oil. Bull crap. You know what stops them from uh, drilling for oil? Gigantic, gigantic regulation from the federal government to prevent it from happening. No business of right mind, of reasonable sanity, would go over to the Middle East, would go over to Russia, would go over to Venezuela, would go to Iran to get crude to come back here and refine and distribute. You're out of your nut if you think that. His war will last, but let's be clear, these increases are, are because of Vladimir Putin. Listen again, kids. Listen again. They don't care. But let's be clear. These increases are, are because of Vladimir Putin. This is Putin's war. These are Putin's increases. Wow. They're really quite predictable. It still doesn't mean I am less really peeved off about this. Here's more from Jennifer Grandholm, the tone-deaf Secretary of Energy. But are, is it your expectation that the Iranian barrels do come back online? If they're Now, they're talking about signing a deal with Iran, and I've got some details on it, because we're going to get screwed. Israel is going to get screwed, and the world is going to be imperiled by enriching these mullahs in Iran. Uh, and here's Jennifer Granholm saying, hey, if we enrich the mullahs and gas prices go down, so be it. There is a deal here on the nuclear agreement soon? That's certainly something that is a possibility, but of course you have to get to the deal first and the deal... The they will do everything they can to get this deal through with Iran. The fundamental, the reason for the deal is a denuclearized Iran. That's Which won't happen because they're run by terrorists. They're the largest state sponsor of terror, you see, you dimwit. The reason for the deal, if there is a byproduct of increased supply, so be it. But that the deal is all about making sure the world is safer because Iran doesn't have a nuclear weapon. Do you want to hear another prediction? You want to hear another prediction, kids? How about this? How about the next crisis when gas is 8 or $9 a gallon and it will inevitably go there because there's nobody in the Biden administration doing anything to prevent that from happening? In fact, they're hoping that it will happen. The next crisis will be a check from the government to help you out because of the oil crisis that they created. That's what it'll be. You know why? Because they want you to be dependent. They want you to expect the government to help you out because you can't afford gas and you can't afford groceries and you can't afford the utility bill. This is Donald Trump last year talking about how gas prices would go through the ceiling by design. Everything, steel. You look at what's going on with pricing and obviously you're going to have inflation. A gasoline is going to stop at 6 $7 I think, uh, based on what I'm seeing. If it stops. We were energy independent when I left, and right now I would have to say we are no longer energy independent. We're putting windmills all over the place, which costs a fortune, which, by the way, if you're a believer in the carbon footprint and all of the other things, when they make these windmills, which are all made in China and Germany, by the way. Everything's going up. Everything is going up. And Washington, D.C., and I, and I started saying this more than a decade ago, Washington, D.C. is the ruling class. You and I are the proletariat. You are the ones 
who fight for the crumbs. You are the ones who don't have a $24,000 refrigerator like Nancy Pelosi. You are the ones who would never dream of buying a pint of ice cream for $12, let alone have a freezer full of them like Nancy Pelosi. You are the ones who, once you pay a car off, if you have to pay it off, you drive that sucker until it falls apart. Unlike Stephen Colbert, who makes $15, $16 million a year, and who says that I could afford an extra buck or two at the pump because I drive a Tesla I drive a hundred and five thousand dollar Tesla honestly unbelievable they're starting to run these uh, little news stories around the country like they did in the 70s I barely remember these from when I was a little kid when Jimmy Carter was the president but they're starting to give you tips on how to save gas like slow down you know, don't uh, speed up really quickly and, and keep it, you know, below the speed limit. And if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy Carter, because of the supposed energy shortage, because we were being bent over by OPEC, without even dinner and a, gla- and a bottle of wine, just the bent over, there you go. And Jimmy Carter said, oh, well, we got to make the national speed limit 55 miles an hour. And that started America's first trucker protest. There you go, millennials. Uncle Rob just told you a story about history repeating itself. Yes, back when uh, Jimmy Carter made the national speed limit on all interstate highways 55 miles per hour, okay? That was for real for a while. And it was really stupid, by the way. It was absolutely stupid. And it caused the first truckers strike, essentially. And truckers became very popular in pop culture. That's why I play the song Convoy by C.W. McCall from the 1970s. Because that was the first time the truckers said, this impacts us more than most because we bring you the food and the goods that you need, and it's costing us so much more to fill our trucks. And now that Jimmy Carter cranked down the speed limit to 55 miles per freaking hour, we can't get the goods there in time. And that was a big deal. And here we go. Same dang playbook done by this idiot in the White House. And yes, he's an idiot. 50 years in Washington, D.C. And he's never fixed anything. And the same problems we had in 1972 are the same problems that we have right now. Schools still suck. Infrastructure still broken. And now we're back dependent on OPEC one more time. Welcome back, Carter. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Do you know why knew there was no Russian collusion between Donald Trump and Russia because I'm not stupid. You know why I knew that uh, cloth masks were worthless? Because I'm not stupid. Do you know why I think and I know in my heart that the election of 2020 was stolen? Because I'm not stupid. All of those things I researched in depth and all of those I came up with a conclusion. And the conclusion is all of the uh, media, the mainstream media, big social media and the Democrat Party called all of my stances misinformation or disinformation, disinformatia, originally coined by Joseph Stalin in 1923, and then he made an entire department of his country into the disinformation department. Uh, They're doing the same thing in Russia right now. They've got a new hooliganism law, is what they're calling it. So if you speak misinformation, which is anything deemed uh, opposite of what the government is telling you, and government is deciding that it is truth, then you will be thrown in jail. If you are a journalist, you could spend nine years in jail. 
They weren't able to do that here, but trust me, there were many people who would. Do you know why I believe that Joe Biden is mentally unfit for leadership? Because I'm not stupid. But this is another indignity. All of this is another indignity. All of the things that you've been told are misinformation or disinformation. All of the things you said are conspiracy theories. All of you who said, my God, why did you pull our soldiers out of Afghanistan and let it collapse and give the Taliban, make them better armed and funded than they've ever been with $85 billion worth of military equipment? Why would you make our soldiers and our veterans and and Gold Star families Witness Taliban members marching down the street, driving Humvees from us and wearing our uniforms because that is an indignity. And now they're saying that, hey, you know, uh, it's not our fault that gas prices are going through the ceiling. I mean, I know we made us uh, energy dependent on OPEC again and Russia and, and now Venezuela and Iran. We're going after that and, and all that. And we could be energy independent again. But, uh, you know, honestly, no, the, the, the $4 or $6 a gallon that you will be paying at the gas pump is an indignity. It's another indignity. But D.C. doesn't have to weather it because uh, D.C., they drive in uh, big old motorcades of Suburbans to get eight miles a gallon. And you are told to get an electric car, which you can't afford. Unbelievable. And now less than 25% of voters believe Joe Biden is mentally fit. 34% believe Biden is not mentally fit to serve as president. Just 18% strongly agreed uh, Biden is in good health as commander-in-chief. 31% strongly disagreed with the statement that Biden is in good health. A 13-point difference. And with that, we play our, our President Doofy theme song. Well, I was born and raised in Scranton, PA. Lifeguard by the pools where I spent my Phone calls next. To a dude named Corey. Pop, who wasn't that cool, started making trouble at the swimming pool. So I took a chain, wrapped it around my legs. They were hairier than my other legs. Not, not my, my, black kids would touch them. Come on, man. <laughs> then I got on a train yes. and moved to D.C. Jirak sure. Jabrama gave a job to me. I shuffled around and sucked fingertips. Made a big speech, kissed a boy on the lips. Of an intern. Hmm? What? what are you looking at? I wrote the damn bill. I hold the ladies tight and sniff all their hairs. First person American to fall up the stairs. Ran for president, I was a winner. Winner was me. Now I sit at my desk as a president. <laughs> not not president. You know the thing. Come on. Get your face out of your ears. That is <laughs> Hey, it's Rob Carson for Stamps.com. You know, my days are structured with uh, doing my show prep, my show, running on my daughter, to driving lessons, hitting the store, the gym, and right in the middle of all of this, I suddenly need to deliver a package to the post office. I don't have time for this. If there's one thing I've learned from the past year and a half, it's you can get a lot done from home, and with Stamps.com, I don't have to go to the post office, and I'll save money. Yeah, I'll save money. With Stamps.com, you can mail or ship anytime from your home computer, send letters, uh, ship packages, pay less, a lot less with discounted rates from UPS or the USPS. With Stamps.com, you can print official U.S. postage shipping labels without leaving your home or your, or your office. And you won't need fancy equipment, just a computer and your standard printer. What makes it even better is Stamps.com offers deals you can't get anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Stop wasting time running to the post office and standing in line and go to Stamps.com like I have. There's no risk, and with my promo code, Newsmax, you get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Newsmax. 
That's stamps.com, promo code Newsmax, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Bob Ehrlich, former uh, governor of Maryland. I was a little surprised. He actually, uh, I mean, he's a nice guy, but uh, he's a rhino. He said that uh, the world looks at us as unserious. The world's despots are watching as well, and they are no doubt encouraged by what they see. The murderous lineup is familiar. Vladimir Putin in Russia, Xi Jinping in China, Khomeini in Iran, Kim Jong-un in North Korea. This gruesome foursome is always probing, always looking for ways to exploit cracks in what they regard as the American facade. And China's going, my God, we released a virus on the world and the United States isn't even trying to find out where it came from. Can you, we can get away with anything. Today, they see a downsized woke military whose leadership is uh, all in on hunting down white supremacists and attempting to convince the public that the greatest threat to the world is climate change. They see an administration intent on negotiating away America's natural resource advantage. They see an embarrassing, irresponsible withdrawal from Afghanistan. They see a president determined to placate a notorious sponsor of terror in Tehran. And so Putin invades a sovereign Ukraine after successful adventures in Chechnya, Georgia, and Crimea. Xi regularly sends fighter jets into Taiwanese airspace. The mullets supersize their ballistic missile program while pursuing a pathway to nuclear status. And can you imagine Kim's take on all this? Think about the attempts to exclude parents from their children's education or the idea that boys should be able to compete in girls' athletics or race-obsessed notion that babies are born either oppressors or oppressed. But these initiatives do not place the country at immediate peril. Being unserious in wartime is different. It encourages troublemakers to push the envelope and in the process makes the world a far more dangerous place. And now we have 450 gas. And we have an administration that can now say, we can't help it if gas prices go to $7 because that's uh, Russia's doing. And the president said it. And I told you he was going to say it. UFC fighter uh, Bryce Mitchell joined uh, Tucker Carlson, the undefeated 27-year-old, shared his political thoughts and views on uh, Ukraine. A lot of times we look to uh, world leaders and and, uh, you know, talk show hosts like me for the answers. But this guy, uh, he kind of, I think, pretty much gets it. To get your thoughts on the whole Russia and Ukraine situation. You know, um, he- here's my first thought is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home. And when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground and I will die for everything I love. And I will not retreat if this country's invaded and... Everybody's saying, well, we gotta, we got to evacuate. we got to leave. We gotta, I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil, and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love, and the way of life that I love. But 100%. I don't know what's going on, to be honest, brother. I really don't. There's so much stuff, and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. you got Biden and his son making a ton of money <laughs> off of uh, and using our tax dollars to bribe they're people. That's treasonous, in my opinion. Uh, so you got Hunter Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We- they do. They they write checks on our our money like it's no big deal. Like the other day, as Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pay five billion dollars for uh, charging stations for thousands of uh, electric vehicles you can't afford to buy." 
Here's an idea. How about do what the gas stations did, and, and that is create a product that people actually use. Build a product that people actually drive, and then fill, a, fill up that product with petroleum that people want. How about that? Here's a little more with this uh, UFC fighter last night talking to Tucker. All that money that's going to the Biden family through Hunter Biden, um, he's not, he doesn't have the merit for that position he's got over there. They've used our tax dollars to bribe him a job. You know, um, he is a uh, compromise, as the uh, Russians like to say. If me or you did what Nancy Pelosi did and got millions in stocks, we'd go to prison for insider trading. But she, yeah, Nancy Pelosi's husband invested um, over a million dollars in electric vehicles. Uh, the day before, Joe Biden says that he was going to electrify all of the federal vehicles in the federal fleet. Does it? And and she's filthy rich. So these their families are getting. Um, greatly compensated while they're taxing us to death inflation's higher than ever they close down all of our pipelines and wonder why the price of oil uh has, has gone through the roof uh these people are trying to destroy our country boom he gets it they're not stupid they're not stupid they may be ignorant about some things but they have a dastardly plan and it's the green new deal and it's bringing america down special guest on the show, one of my favorite special guests ever. Uh, she is a uh, lawyer known for her work as a member of uh, Donald Trump's legal team. She is a, uh, a pundit. She is a phenom, I might add, politically. And she is a guest on the Rob Carson Show on the Newsmax Hotline. Oh, yeah, also a regular Newsmax contributor as well. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Rob. That's so sweet of you. And uh, this is one of my favorite times to get to come and talk to you. We have to Keep doing this as much as possible. Well, Jenna, let me uh, tell you this. Uh, there's not a lot in the news, so I thought we'd just talk about delightful summer uh, salad recipes today. Is that okay with you? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing going on. There never is. Yes, I mean, let's talk. Know, let, Joe let's Biden's talk. probably taking a nap. He doesn't uh, care. Pretty much, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about gas prices. I had mentioned on Monday that uh, if Joe Biden decided, and he was the last in the room to decide that we needed to stop importing oil from uh, Russia, that he would not do anything to increase oil production in the United States and use this as an excuse to blame Russia for the gas price increases that he is subjecting the American people to. What are your thoughts on uh, what has uh, happened this week with regard to Russia and oil? Well, Joe Biden is just clearly a liar, and he's uh, definitely using this as an excuse. Everyone who has driven a car or even taken a ride share over the last year that he's been in office know that gas prices have uh, increased, and that was well before uh, Putin ever even made an overture to invade Russia. And so the price of crude oil actually increased 513% uh, between the time that Biden actually was sworn into office and Putin invaded Ukraine. And it's only increased 25% since the invasion. That's still a giant leap. But the fact that there's a huge difference between 513% and 25% just shows that Biden is a liar and he continues to not take responsibility, even though that's what he campaigned on. He said, I'm not going to be like, you know, the former guy and, and not take responsibility. And this is yet another campaign promise that shows he is an out-and-out liar. You know, I was watching, um, who was it? Uh, it wasn't Ron Johnson. Um Anyway, I made the illusion that the Biden administration, because of what's happening with the gas prices, that they, they are um, stupid. And I said, they're not stupid. They may be ignorant of a lot of things, but they're not stupid. This is by design. You know as well as I do, Barack Obama years ago said that with his cap-and-trade system that energy prices would necessarily skyrocket. We also know that Joe Biden in 2020 during an election with Donald Trump said that he was going to transition us to electric vehicles. 
uh, no matter what it took. Now, Obama said that we need to do this incrementally. It's not going to happen incrementally. What is going to happen is the gas prices are going to go up to the point where we can't drive, we can't feed ourselves and whatnot, but there will be no electric vehicles to relieve us of that problem. So really what they're doing is they're, they're dumping us into this new Green Deal fantasy before anything, any sort of transition can happen. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as my friend uh, James Lindsay, who is so articulate on all of these subjects, he has a brand new book out called uh, Race Marxism, and it's absolutely fantastic. Everybody needs to read this. And he's just a good friend of mine, and I really appreciate his work. But um, he and I have had so many conversations lately about the Great Reset. And this is classic Marxism, where the left absolutely has a plan. And they're not just stupid. They're not just you know, shoving Biden in his basement because they're not paying attention to anything. This is absolutely intentional. It was with COVID and how they harnessed that crisis to try to not only control the narrative, but to try to control uh, the economy and try to push forward not only the Green New Deal, but also socialism and their whole idea of what America as a country should transform and become. And so this is just the next step on their entire scheme to reinvent the American experiment. And if people who said that they were paying attention and their eyes were opened by the unconstitutional COVID mandates and everything that has been weaponized by the left uh, through COVID, now the narrative all of a sudden has shifted to Russia and Ukraine. And we need to be awake, not woke, but awake, and see that this is the exact same thing that they're doing. It is no coincidence that literally overnight, Dr. Fauci is suddenly gone off of the airwaves. COVID suddenly is over after the Supreme Court struck down the unconstitutional OSHA mandate. And now all of a sudden, everybody's profile pictures are Ukrainian flags, and they're supporting cancel culture through banks, through fast food restaurants, through corporate, uh, corporate Uh, tech and economic sanctions that are part of this entire regime and this scheme. And we have to, as Americans and conservatives, understand what's actually going on here. And this is the push toward the Marxist utopia that the left wants to usher in. And it's not just about the squad and the radical left. This is now mainstream left. We have to make sure that we are protecting and preserving true conservatism in America and the fact that our individual rights come from God, our creator, not our government. And we will never be a socialist country. We cannot, cannot, under the guise of fighting for Ukraine or supporting you know, any of the valid things that we should support, simply give in to the left push for socialism. That's what they tried to do under the fear and the fear-mongering of COVID. That's what they're trying to do on the fear-mongering of World War III's eminence and the invasion of Ukraine as well. Yeah, I've never heard so many Democrats who are so hawkish with regard to uh, defense. Uh, this is the next opportunity. Uh, the cutoff of uh, Russia, Russian oil imports was an opportunity because you'll hear, recall last week, Jennifer Granholm said, we are exhausting all things possible to lower gas prices, except she didn't mention energy independence by the United States. So I knew that this would be the next opportunity for Joe Biden because they want those $7 gas prices, those $8 gas prices. And this is a way to absolutely, he can wash his hands of the increase in gas prices. And he, as he said yesterday, he says, I can't do anything about it. This is on Russia. I have a feeling that ain't going to fly, Jenna. What do you think? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's not to anyone who's smart. And yes. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right that this is intentional. This was, uh, you know, just the next push because they want to usher in the Green New Deal. They want to uh, be dependent on foreign oil. I mean, the, in day, day one, Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline. He's saying he can't do anything about it, yet he doesn't want to remain energy independent. And the other thing that he doesn't want to do as well is to remain uh, free and independent from a world domination of, um, of economic policy like the World Economic Forum. His executive order just today saying that we have to find a way to have basically the equivalent of cryptocurrency yes. for the U.S. dollar yes. is really, really scary because <clears throat> when you're yes. looking at the type of cancel culture that goes into uh, the economic system when banks can say, we no longer allow you to bank here like what they did with Mike Lindell just because they don't support yep. his political position yep. or what they're doing to shut down uh, credit cards for Russian citizens who may or may not support what Putin is doing, whatever happened to free thinking. But this is exactly what they're doing is that they want to have a social credit score yes. for Boom. Americans. And this Boom. goes into what BLM is doing as well and what everybody was doing during the summer of 2020 and this whole CRT movement as well for corporate guilt. If you are against yes. the narrative, you are automatically grouped as guilty and you will be canceled financially. Well, and let's also look at what GoFundMe did to the Canadian truckers. Uh, let's also look at who Joe Biden yeah. nominated. He nominated as the U.S. Comptroller of Currency, a radical communist, Saul Amarova, who wanted to get rid of private banking and make all of our money go through the Fed. That is so unbelievably unbe uh, Soviet of the United States of America. And you are exactly spot on with regard to that social credit score and the possibility of a cryptocurrency for America. Because cryptocurrency exists in the ether. And the government can do anything with that ether. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where people need to be very concerned and very hyper aware of the greater narrative that is being pushed with a social credit score and the imminent reset. And they're already trying to, through this Ukraine-Russia narrative, <clears throat> forecast that there may be a cybersecurity risk with regards to economics. That type of quote-unquote risk then <clears throat> will justify their excuse to go in and, had, and add heightened security, which of course then implements social credit scores. It, it implements more federal oversight. It yes. implements other things that then ultimately become canceling Americans financially who don't go along with 100%. the system. And, you know, I'm a Christian, and a lot of the people um, that that listen, you know, to me and listen to my analysis ask the question, you know, this kind of sounds like uh, the end times in Revelation. Well, it actually really does. And yeah. if you're, you know, looking at the prophetic Word of God and you're looking at what happens um, toward the end before the Lord Jesus returns in person. And I believe that that is a, um, a true physical event that will happen in world history. We are coming towards the brink. And, you know, when the time and place happens, the Bible says that no one knows. But we need to always be prepared. And that's why, Rob, we also, as conservative Christians, have to make sure that we are taking advantage of every opportunity to teach the truth of the Word of God and that all human beings are made in the image of God, have inherent dignity and worth, and that we know that regardless of what happens here in America with all of these cultural rumblings, 
all of the politics, no matter what happens, that we can have security in salvation and we know where we will spend eternity. And that is only when we accept the truth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I would encourage everyone who is very concerned about world politics, read Romans, read Revelation, read the Word of God, be in the Word of God, because then you will have an answer for the hope that lies within you. And we do not have to have fear. We can stand boldly in the truth. We can combat the left extreme narrative. But regardless of what happens, we can stand firmly knowing that we are hit. Well, I do believe there is definitely a struggle uh, between good and evil, which has become more profound and more grand than uh, recent history, certainly. Um, and, and I do believe that good will win. Jenna, we got to run. It was so good to have you back on again. Let's do this again very soon. How by the real, real quick, how's that podcast going? Because I've heard some and it's great. Oh, thanks so much for that. Yeah, The Jenna Ellis Show, you can find that at thejennaellisshow.com. Subscribe. We're on, you know, Rumble, all of the channels. Um, It's going really well. I'm really enjoying it so much to uh, just be able to engage all of these topics. And so many listeners write in with questions and things that they're concerned about. So I've loved it. I've loved being a contributor on Newsmax. And absolutely, we'll come on again soon here, Rob, because I always appreciate uh, our discussions as well. So thanks so much for that. All right, have a glorious uh, week and weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.